Praise God. Genesis, the 50th chapter, beginning with the 15th verse. I want to read uh, five verses in your hearing today. I greet all the guests that are here for the first, second time. God bless you. Amen. Thank you so much for being our guest today. We want to treat you following the service in our guest reception. We have something for you. Praise God. So please don't leave without it. Praise God. I know Bishop was already giving out gifts earlier in the service. Amen. There's a more gifts to be received. Praise God. Genesis, the 50th chapter, verse number 15, the Bible says, And when Joseph's brethren saw that their father was dead, they said, Joseph will peradventure hate us. In other words, Joseph will hate us and will certainly requit us all of the evil which we did unto him. And they sent a messenger unto Joseph saying, Thy father did command before he died, saying, this is what Jacob said, and they sent a messenger. He said, excuse me, verse 17. He died saying, so shall ye say unto Joseph, forgive. Everybody say forgive. I pray thee now the trespass of thy brothers and their sin. For they did unto you evil. And now we pray that you would forgive the trespass of the servants of God of thy father. Joseph wept. That reminds me that Jesus also wept. Joseph wept. And when you look at Joseph, uh, Joseph is a type of Christ. He's a type of Christ. And so he wept when they spake unto him. And his brethren also went and fell down before his face and they said behold we be thy servants O Joseph Joseph said unto them fear not for I am in the place of God but as for you you thought evil against me Joseph is talking to his brothers now that did him wrong all the wrong that they did he said you thought Lord have mercy I feel the Holy Ghost you thought that what you did to me was evil against me. But God meant it unto good. Why? To bring to pass as it is on this day to save much people alive. I want to talk to us today on this topic. The saving of much people. The saving of much people. Lord Jesus, we thank you that your word, your word is already anointed. I pray today that you would mess up the place, that you would throw your weight around in this place. Lord God, that you would turn some things around. Oh God, where people may feel, Lord Jesus, that someone has done evil against them. Lord God, let them understand, Lord Jesus, that they had to go through the situation. Amen. And God meant it for the good. Amen. To save their life. I pray today that the enemy 
be defeated in the name of the Lord is a mighty strong tower the righteous run in and are saved blessed be the name of the Lord would you clap your hands and give God a praise come on give God a praise in this house come on give God some praise come on bless the Lord here today praise the name one more time give God a praise oh hallelujah hallelujah you may be seated in this house as the children's church can be dismissed at this time amen the saving of much people the saving the saving the saving of much people the Lord is so good uh, and I'm grateful to hear the voice of the Lord I'm grateful that I not only hear but I know when God is speaking directly to me I'm so grateful amen that I'm in that number I'm in that number so the Lord gave us a clear message at the onset uh, of this year. He gave us a clear message and we have already begun to be eyewitnesses of that message, of that uh, declaration. We, we are seeing the outcome. We are seeing God work, amen, as he has given us the word. And that word the Lord spoke to us and told us that we are in a of overflow that's what he said he said amen we are in a season as we walk into 2023 we're in a season sister billy of overflow amen we've talked about the overflow we've talked about it uh we've preached about it we've prayed about it we fasted about it and now thank god almighty that we are seeing it today we're seeing the overflow we are experiencing what the lord has spoken to us brothers and sisters uh, many people have already come in and and many people have already been filled with the holy ghost Many have come in and many have been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Many are being delivered and we're excited to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Would you give God a apple praise? So glad for the overflow, the beginning amen of a new day the beginning of a new season it's a new season it's a new day a great anointing is coming is already here is in the way and we give god play praise amen for that overflow but i gotta stop i've got to pause right here for a moment and just tell you today don't ever feel like we have done enough don't ever feel like we've arrived. Don't ever feel like we've made it already because of what we've seen with our natural eyes. Because some people have received the Holy Ghost. Don't ever feel like that's it because some people have been baptized. Amen. Don't ever feel like the overflow season has come to an end and we can sit back and relax now that we've seen some souls. Amen. Being saved. 
don't ever get onto the mindset that now that we have caught some fish, that the fishing season is now over. Amen. Don't you put down the sails. Amen. Look at your neighbor early and say, don't put down the sails. Don't, don't put down the fishing net. Amen. We've got to keep on fishing. Amen. Because the overflow has not come to an end. The Lord is just getting started on the overflow. Don't you stop reaching El Bethel Church. Don't you stop casting the nets, El Bethel, because when Jesus told them to cast the nets in the text, he never told them to stop the fishing. He never said, put down the nets. He said, launch out. I feel like preaching already. He said, launch out into the deep and catch your nets for what? For a drought, because a drought, because there's a great drought that is coming to the house of the Lord. The overflow of fish is still here. Oh, praise the name of the Lord. I'm here to tell this church today, don't stop fishing. Just like in that text, amen, there was a great catch. And we're going to need other ships to help us to carry the load. Amen. We're going to need other ships. Amen. They got other ships that came in the text. When you read it in the New Testament, when they begin to catch all of the fish, other ships all around them begin to help them because they could not carry all of the load in that one ship. Can I tell you today, just like they needed other ships. Amen. We're going to need bigger buildings. Uh-huh. We're going to need more chairs. Amen. We're going to need more people. We're going to need more workers in the house of the Lord. I wish I had more than three amens. Just tell that person sitting next to you, you better preach with that preacher. So many people, there's still so many people to be saved. There's so many people to be saved. Right now, if you do the math or if you do the research, you'll find that Florida, the state of Florida, is one of the fastest growing states in the United States. Florida. It's one of the fastest. The state of Florida has over 22 million people. Amen. And it is rapidly growing. Amen. By 2024, it is projected to reach almost 24 million people. And every one of these people need to be saved. No time must we or can we stop the saving of the people. There's a great overflow right now that's here around us. If you look at Tampa alone, 
Tampa, there are 399,000 people that need to hear the gospel, that need to hear the good news of Jesus Christ. Church must continue. Amen. Let me say that one more time. It don't matter what go on in the church. The church must stand firm and the church must continue on. We all must have a burden for souls to be saved. Can I tell you today, amen, Acts the first chapter and the eighth verse, amen, Minister Anglin tells us, amen, and it still stands true what Jesus spoke to his disciples. It says, but you have received power. After that, the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and you shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and unto the uttermost parts of the earth. So let me say this, not only is the infilling of the Holy Ghost a mandate for salvation, but the Holy Ghost gives you power. The Holy Ghost gives you power amen it gives you authority and the bible tells us that when you receive this power and you receive this authority you've received it in order to win amen and to save people you're not saving anybody you're not Activating what you've got. Amen. If you're not looking at people and saying, you know what? I see what they're doing, but they've got to be saved. If you don't have a burden for souls, something is wrong. You shall receive power to what? To become a witness. So what this tells us is that the Lord is very serious about saving people. When the angel of the Lord appeared to Mary, he helped her to understand that what was conceived in Mary's womb, it was of the Holy Ghost. And she was not, not to be afraid of what was going on because all of this, this was all of God's doing. Amen. This was of the Holy Ghost. And the angel makes the statement to Mary concerning the baby that would be born. And he said, you shall call his name Jesus for what he shall save his people from their sins and that was the declaration that the angel of the Lord gave to Mary that was the declaration upon the child who God made manifest in the flesh for he shall save the people from their sins why did he come amen why did Jesus come why is Jesus here because he would save the people from their sins for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God behold we were shapen in iniquity and in sin did my mother conceive me but God he shall save the people from their sins as Jesus became older, the Bible said that he stood up 
He stands up in the synagogues. He's, he's now preaching the word. Amen. He's declaring the good news. Amen. He's declaring about, amen, why he's here. And he's standing up in the synagogues. And he began to read from the writings of the prophet Isaiah. And he began to read, amen, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because the Lord had anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. Amen. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captive, the open opening of sight to the blind of them that are in prison and those that are bound. And this was Jesus describing his ministry and the wonderful works that he would do on this earth. He was saying, I am here to save people. Jesus even, amen, told his disciples on many different occasions, walk with me here, amen, he told them on many different occasions why he was here and, and what his mission really was. He said that the Son of Man is come to seek and to to save that which was lost. That was the declaration. Mary, why did the Holy Ghost overshadow you? Because that which is conceived in you is of the Holy Ghost and his name shall be called Jesus for he shall save his people from their sins. And over and over again the Bible gives us this theme of the saving of the people. And at the end Jesus' ministry, he ascended on high. He explained to his disciples to go and to preach the gospel to the poor to preach the gospel to every creature and to every nation but why did Jesus say that he said it saints of God because this whole thing is all about saving people Y'all will catch it in a minute. Amen. The church must never forget we are in the soul-saving business. Amen. This is not about pride. You're not to be proud. You can't have a proud look. Amen. You can't act any kind of way. Amen. You are here in the house of the Lord. Amen. To save people. person you see has a soul that person sitting next to you right now amen they have a soul amen everybody under the sound of my voice they have a soul they have a soul and the soul must be saved amen their soul amen never dies the soul lives on I said the soul People may die. There may be a funeral and, and a coffin and a burial at the graveyard, but the soul. 
The soul will never die. Your soul is required of you. Amen. That's why the soul has got to be saved. Amen. It's time for us as Christians, as people of God, to make certain sure that our soul is in the right place. Because your soul never dies. Your soul lives on forever and ever. There's no death. Oh, death, where is thy sting? Oh, grave. Where is thy victory? Your soul lives on forever. Soul the soul. Amen. And we as a people of God are in the soul saving business. Clap your hands and worship God. soul. Come on, one more time. Worship the Lord. So we, church of the living God, must remember every single day of our life that why am I here? I am not here to make all the money in the world. I feel like preaching today. Amen. I'm not here. Amen. Because I just want to look good and I want to look cute and I need a boyfriend and I need a girlfriend. Amen. To satisfy my soul. Amen. But you're here. Amen. To save souls. Preach it like I feel it. Amen. We're in the business of saving souls. Can you feel what I feel, church? Amen. Do you understand where pastor is coming from today? Amen. There's people that are weighing in the balance right now. There's people on your job. There's people at your schools. Amen. That you walk by every day. You walk past them and they can die and go to hell. Amen. Simply because you never said anything to them about the good news, the saving power of Jesus Christ. Amen. They walk right by you. Amen. The blood is not on anybody else's shoulders, but it's on your shoulders because you never said anything. Your soul is important to be saved. Got to get to this text. And this is where we find Joseph. Joseph was concerned in the text about the souls of men. He was concerned. Much less people. It wasn't just the souls of men, my brother Javid. It was, amen, the souls of his family. You got to be concerned about your sister. You got to be concerned about your nephew and your nieces. You got to be concerned, church, hear me today, about your mama and your daddy and your uncle and your auntie and them. You got to be concerned about their soul. You're in the church. You're living right. You're doing what you should do. You're doing everything that you should do. But you're not doing one thing right because you never said nothing to uncle so-and-so. You never said nothing to your aunt. 
Oh, she knows I go to church, but did you teach her a Bible study? Does she know that she must receive the gift of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues? Does she know that she must be baptized in the name of Jesus for the remission, the washing away of her sins? Does she know that if she never receives the Holy Ghost, if she's never baptized in the name of Jesus, she will not go to heaven? Does she know that? Does he know? Does your children know? I'm not trying to come at you at all. I'm not trying to beat you up, church. Amen. I'm just passionate about what I'm saying. I'm very passionate because the Lord gave me this. And when he gave it to me, all I can do all night is weep. Amen. Because I'm not doing all that I can do for the kingdom of God. Church, we've got to get together as a church and win souls. Would you just stand and worship him right now? Saving much people. Saving. Just worship the Lord. Just tell him you love him, Lord. Amen. Some of us just, Lord, I'm sorry. If I've never said anything to my neighbor, Lord, forgive me today. If I never said anything to Deborah and to Chris and to John and to Mike, Lord, I'm sorry that I never said anything. Amen to Auntie Sue. Amen and to Uncle Tom. Amen. Lord, I'm sorry. Because the soul. Your soul is required of you. Oh, hallelujah. I've got to keep preaching. Would you be seated? Thank you so much. So Joseph is in this situation about saving the soul. The text says in Genesis 50 and verse number 20, uh, what you did to me, brothers, amen, you meant it for evil against me. Uh, but God, I know I went through uh, all of that. But God meant it unto good to bring to pass as it is today, as it is this day, amen, to save much people alive. So Joseph is having, amen, this conversation with the men that did him wrong. The men that had murder in their hearts. The men that had lies in their spirits. He's having a conversation with his brothers. And to his brothers, he said, what you did to me was evil against me. And the text even said that Joseph was weeping when he was talking to his brothers. Amen. Sometimes forgiveness will cause you to weep. My God, it's a lot. This is a lot today. Amen. The things that you put me through, brothers, with such evil against me. And can I just pause right here and tell somebody that you might be just like Joseph right now. 
Some of you that are here, uh, somebody did some evil against you. And you're here in the house of the Lord. Maybe you came here because you're mad. You're experiencing right now evil against you. Some things are coming against you. And some things are going to rub you the wrong way. Some people are going to rub you the wrong way. So much people have plotted against you. Amen. You feel attacked by people. Amen. Much evil has happened to you already. I mean, some of you have already been through the ringer and people have hurt you. Amen. And people have come against you. And Joseph had the same story. He has the same exact story and he's having this conversation with his brothers after they have done so much evil against him. He says his father Jacob made, when you look at the chapters before, his father was Jacob. Amen. And his father made him a coat of many colors. Amen. And blessed the coat and gave the coat to Joseph. Amen. And his brothers was jealous. Amen. About the relationship that Jacob and Joseph Joseph had father and son they were jealous maybe because Joseph amen was one of the younger ones amen they were jealous they were upset amen about this whole situation between Joseph and Jacob and that coat was so significant amen to Joseph receiving it was significant to Joseph receiving his birthright amen the coat carried deep meaning the coat became Joseph's showpiece amen that same coat Joseph's brothers took him and sold him as a slave and they took this same coat of many colors and now that coat of many colors becomes the bloody coat of many colors coat that was made is now bloody the brothers were so upset because Joseph's brothers hated him they wanted to kill him amen because of the relationship between him and his dad and so his brothers throw him in a pit one of them said well Reuben said well we're not gonna kill him just yet We'll throw him in the pit and we'll discuss what we're going to do, amen, with Joseph. Some men now are coming by the pit, coming by where they are. And they take Joseph out of this pit and they begin to talk to these men and they sell those Joseph to these men. Take Joseph and they sell him as a slave and Joseph is now sold into slavery. He goes from the pit now sold into slavery and they take that bloody coat amen and they take up to, J to Joseph's father and they lied to Jacob saying Joseph your son is dead. Graveyard dead. They had murder in their mind, lies and deception in their mind. Jacob thinks his son is dead. So because of his brothers, Joseph goes from the pit, sold into slavery. Now he finds himself at Potiphar's house. Watch the story. Ride this wave with me. He's now at Potiphar's house. He gets there and Potiphar's wife lies on him and says that he raped her. Amen. Somebody say, here we go again lies against you. Some of you are in here right now and some folks had lied on you. 
issues are now loading up. Joseph goes from a death sentence to a deep pit, sold into slavery, now proclaimed to be dead, and now lied on about a crime that he did not commit. I'm preaching to some people today who had got the problem like Joseph has. Problem after problem in your life, issue after issue in your life. You're going through hell on high water. Talking to you this morning. They throw J- Joseph, they take him, they throw him in a prison. And the men for the crime he didn't commit. He's now in the prison with Pharaoh's butler and baker. Amen. And Pharaoh now has a dream. Amen. He's looking for interpretation of the dream. He wants to know what in the world does this dream mean. And amen. We find as we begin to read in the word of God, as he had this dream looking for an interpretation. Amen. The chief cupbearer then remembered that Joseph had interpreted a dream for him two years ago when he was in prison with Joseph. Amen. Two years earlier. So Joseph brought from the dungeon now, they bring him in, they shaved him and changed his clothes and he interprets Pharaoh's dream. Now, because of his brothers, walk with me here. I'm taking my time. Just go with me. Amen. Don't get all excited and, and get all nervous and fall asleep on me. Come on, walk with me through the dream here. Amen. Stay with me. Let me go. Let me preach. Praise the name of the Lord. Joseph goes from the pit to being sold as a slave to Potiphar's house. Is lied on about a crime he didn't commit. He's thrown into prison because his own family that has done so much evil against him. Amen. Joseph tells his brothers what you did to me you meant it for evil against me but God meant it for the good this day to save much people alive you meant it for evil but God meant it for the good and we can just say that statement over and over right here for a while amen you meant it for evil but God we can stop right there and just preach on that two words but God you can look at every issue in your life every situation that you're dealing with even right now and say you know what I'm hurting but God amen I'm going through the ringer right now amen but God he didn't stop right there Joseph didn't stop I'm gonna preach now amen he didn't stop right there he said but God and he said and this day amen but God this day can I tell you something yesterday hurt yesterday you were in pain yesterday your leg was hurt yesterday you was in a car accident amen but but God this day amen I went through it yesterday last week was rough but God on you would stand and clap your hands and say you know what I'm looking at my situation and I'm saying but God on this day come on praise him for a while But God, some of y'all just need to shout it out in the atmosphere and say, you know what? But God, just add on this day, but God, on this day.
No weapon formed against me shall be able to prosper. But God, on this day, the enemy came in like a flood. Amen. Yesterday. But God, 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 on this day, amen, I shall be saved. But God, Joseph said, I'm going to finish in a minute. Please be seated. Amen. Just walk with me. I know I'm preaching three hours. Amen. Some of y'all getting antsy because you're hungry. Amen. I'm going to get out the way in a minute. Amen. I'm going to move in a minute. But I've got to get this word out. It's in my belly and I've got to get it out. If matter of fact, if you got to go, amen, that's all right. Amen. Some of y'all going to stay with me and preach with me. Somebody say, but God today. But God. On this day, the Spirit of the Lord lifted up a standard against the enemy. On this day, amen, my son may be acting a fool. My daughter may be acting a fool. But God, on this day, amen, they're putting me through all kinds of stuff. I'm hurting as a mom. I'm hurting as a father. But God, can I minister to you today, parents? But God, brothers and sisters, on this day, can I tell you, amen, as the Bible said in Proverbs 22, to train up a child in the way they should go, and when they get old, they will not depart from it. Can I tell you, amen, you did well, amen, it is well with your soul, you did the right thing, but God, on this day, but God, God is going to intervene, God is going to save them, I know they're out there running the streets, I know they're in the clubs, I know they're doing all kinds of foolishness, but God, amen, stay at the feet of Jesus, amen, I remember a text, amen, where the Bible said, amen, that Jesus was in the house, and while Jesus was in the house, amen, the men began to bring the crippled man, amen, to try to get him into the house, because he needed to get to God, he needed to get to Jesus, can I tell your parents, amen, fight your way on your knees, you can't fight with your mouth against your children, you gotta fight on your knees and say Jesus but God on this day but God amen you've got to save my son you've got to save my daughter on this day but God Joseph said you meant it for evil, but God meant it for the good. On this day, for the saving of much people alive. Because of Joseph was never thrown in a pit. He would have never been sold into slavery. And if he was never sold into slavery, Brother Wiggins, amen, he would have never made it, amen, to Potiphar's house. And if he never made it to, I feel like preaching today, amen, if he never made it to Potiphar's house, then he would have never been thrown into the prison with the buckler and the baker. Amen, I feel God. Amen, if he never made it to the butler and the baker, amen, then the cup 
Herod, the chief cupbearer, would have never told uh, a Pharaoh, amen, Pharaoh, I know a man. Amen. Doesn't that sound like Jesus? Amen. I know a man. Amen. That is the woman that was at the well. She ran and she began to tell the people, I know I'm coming to see a man. He would have never, amen, got to the prison. Then the butler and the baker, amen, couldn't tell the chief cupbearer that Joseph, amen, is here. Amen, and if he ne they never told the chief cupbearer, amen, then Joseph never would have told the dream, amen, that Pharaoh had. And if Joseph never interpreted the dream that Pharaoh had, then Joseph wouldn't become the governor of Egypt. Now that Joseph, amen, had all of this evil against him, amen, you looked at me and thought it was for evil but God amen turn it around for the good of them who will serve the Lord you've got to look at your situation come on musicians you got to look at your situation and say you meant it for evil amen my family amen my sister amen my brother amen those people at the job may have meant it for evil but God turned it around for my good. Now I'm singing. I'm looking. Let me just let me just slow down here. Joseph looked at his brothers and he said, "You know what? Amen. You meant it for evil. God meant it for good. I had to go through all of this, but it was one purpose. It was for one reason, and that was to save my family. Amen. They may have done you wrong, but you're going through it right now. Amen. So that you and your family can be saved." And I tell you, just like Joseph had to go through it all, Jesus, Joseph was a type of Christ. Jesus went through the ringer as well. Amen, Jesus. Amen, he was tested at all points. Jesus, I feel like preaching today. Amen, Jesus. Amen, went through all kinds of stuff. Jesus, amen, had stripes on his back. Jesus, amen, had thorns on his head. Jesus was whipped. Jesus was beaten. Jesus died on a cross for your sins to save much people. But God, would you stand with me today? I know some of you are hurting. Some of you are going through some hell and nobody knows what you're dealing with. Nobody understands. Maybe you may have told some people, you're going through hell right now. Can I tell you something? I said, can I tell you something? Are you listening? God went through everything that you're going through just to save you. just to save your soul and he provided a lamb that was slain from before the foundation of the world and that lamb that was slain was your savior on a cross he died for you and he died for all those sins that you've committed you may have committed sin last night you may have been somewhere you shouldn't have been last night amen you may have cheated somebody last week you may have did some stuff amen right now you may be in sin but can i tell you jesus died for you 
if you're in the house today and you're going through anything, it doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter if you need the Holy Ghost or you don't. It doesn't matter who you are. If you're going through anything, I want you to come. I want you to come. We want to pray for you. Whatever you're dealing with, it doesn't matter what they said, what whoever said, whatever you're going, I want you to come and come real quick. Come quickly. Come on. Come on. I already know you're here. The Lord showed me you already. Come on. Come on. There's more. There's a whole lot more people that's going through some stuff.